Welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am grateful to have you here with me today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. We are in this together, and we can do so much more together than we ever can by ourselves, which is why this is not only a podcast. There is also a community space, a place for you and I to hang out in together. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. It is called the Soul Circle Community. It takes place off of social media and it is a beautiful place to gather. Come on by and say hello. Here we are. Episode number 101. My goodness, I never thought I would break into over 100. This is wild and amazing. And if you missed last week's episode, I encourage you to tune in. I had a very special guest with me, Dustin. He is the one who is the love of my life and also who has made this podcast possible. He set me up with all my equipment does all the the behind-the-scenes work, and my goodness, it would be nothing without him. And it was so much fun recording with him that I look forward to doing it again. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did, and it also really reminded me how much I do want to have guests on this podcast. It was great getting to sit down with him to share about how I felt about the podcast and also things that he learned and ways that we've grown together. And you just see when you are chatting with someone else, there is so much to learn. And that is why we are here together, right? I thank you so, so much for being on the other end of this microphone because without you, oh, I don't know what to do. I am so grateful to have you here for you to be a part of this incredible journey with me. So that is my goal and my mission for this year for the podcast is to definitely bring more guests to you. So if there is someone that you know that I think I should chat with, please drop me a note because I would love to hear who you would love to hear from. That would be absolutely wonderful. Today, I wanted to chat about a topic that I'm struggling a little bit with. And something I think we all struggle with at times. And that is really, truly, deeply, madly loving ourselves wherever we are on our journey. There are times, right, if you think about it, when you are in a moment in your life and everything was great. You are riding on this incredible high. You can look back on it and smile with so much joy. You felt good in your body. You felt great where you were. You were doing the things you wanted to be doing, and you were in this groove. When you're there, oh, it's amazing and wonderful. And it's so easy in those moments to love ourselves madly and deeply. But that's only a small sliver of life right? Because there are so many other pieces 
where it's not this beautiful, magical rainbow that we're living on, right? It's life. There are struggles. There are times when we're just not feeling our best, when we're not in our groove, trying to find our way back to ourselves. Something might happen that brings our world crashing down and we have to pick up the pieces and see where we're going. And sometimes we're just not in that good headspace where we don't feel great. And it happens to all of us. And if you are standing in that space right now, oh, I am standing right beside you. Know that you are not alone. And I guarantee you that there are so many others who are standing with you as well. It can be challenging, very challenging to lift ourselves up when we are in this, these moments of struggle. But I really think it's important to remember that no matter where you are on your journey, you are full of so much value. And you deserve to feel that joy and that love and that expansion and all of it. Where am I right now? Right now I'm in the struggling, for sure. I had Emma about seven months ago. And before I had her, I was in a great groove, a really great groove of moving my body, getting myself out into the fresh air, sticking deeply into my morning routine. I was feeling strong and grounded in who I was. And I was in one of those really great moments of life. And then everything changed. <laughs> Completely, totally, my world flipped upside down. And I feel that I am slowly emerging from that. And I'm finding my way back to myself, but it's definitely taking time. I'm going away soon. And so, and it's to a warmer climate. <laughs> and that means I need to find clothes. Right now I do have jeans and long sleeves and stuff that I can kind of cover myself up with and feel comfortable in. But my body has absolutely changed since I had Emma. And how can you expect it not to, right? I mean, it was able to bring life into this world. And what an amazing gift that is. And because of that, things did have to shift and change for all of that to happen. And I know a lot in post-pregnancy, people are always talking about, oh, you have to bounce back, you have to bounce back, but let's just stop that conversation right here <laughs> because that's not possible and to think that you have to do that is really what a rough feeling right it makes you feel so not good enough in where you are today and one of the main things I've been working on this year is really appreciating who I am where I am and even though that might not look like what I expected it to look like or what I would want it to look like, but that's okay. It doesn't have to be that crazy vision that I had. While I was pregnant, I fell deeply in love with my body and had this incredible appreciation for what it was doing, creating life, 
bringing life to be. I mean, wild, amazing, amazing things. And in those moments, during those nine months, I really looked at myself and my body through these loving eyes. And I find that now that I'm trying to define this rhythm and routine into life again, that some of that love has faded. And that's really not great, right? Not great to feel that way. And what I'm really trying to do is have patience with myself. To know that things don't happen overnight. And also that things take work. It's not magic. Not at all. They take time. They take dedication. They take consistency. And there's so many other things happening in my world right now that are pulling me in different directions. And what I'm really trying to do is to be present in this moment, to appreciate where I am right here, right now, and know that it is a gift to be in this moment, even when it's hard, even when it feels like Ugh. <laughs> like the day is not going to end and it's rough. But it's a beautiful, beautiful opportunity. And where are you right now? How are you feeling about yourself? Do you look in the mirror and do you just nitpick every little thing? Now, if you had your dear friend standing in front of you, would you say any of those things to her? Oh my goodness, never, 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 right? I know you wouldn't. One thing I read a lot about, or even just seen a lot prior to getting pregnant, prior to having Emma, was a lot of moms talking about not doing certain things because of how their bodies look and not feeling comfortable and confident to go out and do those things, even getting in front of the camera, right? Often moms are the ones taking the photos, but rarely the ones in the photos. And I, you know, I read it and it resonated a little with me not being pregnant, but now that I am a mom and I see the way that I am sometimes struggling with the way that I look and wanting it to be different, I remember all those stories and all those people saying, it doesn't matter what you look like. Do your little baby girl, mm, she doesn't care. She doesn't see you the way that you are analyzing yourself. And it's not only her. Really, nobody else sees you the way that you do. You're the only one who's really nitpicking, who's really struggling who is not giving yourself grace and love and compassion. And it's important to remember to do that. To really, truly love yourself up and know that it doesn't have to be perfect and amazing. And so as I was trying to pack my clothes and find thing that, things that fit and put on so many things <laughs> that didn't fit, I remembered a scene from Eat, Pray, Love. And I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, 
but they were talking about, I think it was eating pasta and pizza and, you know, well, maybe your waist got a little bit, a little bit larger because you're indulging and enjoying all of these things. And it wasn't about now trying to shrink that. It was, you know what you do? You just buy bigger jeans, right? Because that is the option. We don't have to shrink to fit into what was before. We can grow and expand into what is now. And I realized I need to pull the trigger and just buy clothes that actually truly fit me now. And not to say that, you know, my body stays this way forever because things change all the time. But why struggle? Why put myself through the torture of trying to squeeze into these clothes that don't fit and I don't feel good in? It's really important to feel good in what you're wearing. You're in it for the entire length of the day. You want to feel confident in it. You want to feel good. And prior to getting pregnant, I did a huge call of my closet and got rid of a lot of things. But even looking at it now, it's like, hmm, I think I could do that a second round and still pull out a lot of other things that no longer need to stay here because most likely I'm not going to fit back into them. And that is truly, truly okay. I would rather have in my closet a few pieces that I love and adore and feel amazing in and have a closet full of things that I don't even want to put on. And shopping for clothes is mm, totally not my strong suit. I admire the people who love to do it and who find these amazing things. It's just not me. <laughs> not me at all. I wish that it was. But it is not my expertise. And so I really want you to know that wherever you are, you are so worthy of all the love all of it. And that when you are going down that rabbit hole, because we all do, right? I mean, it's impossible not to at times. But when you are going down that rabbit hole, think of a dear friend. Think of what it is you would say to them if the roles were reversed. You would show up with love. You would show up with kindness. You would show up with a great deal of compassion. And my goodness, it's about time we do that for ourselves, right? It is absolutely time to do that for ourselves. And as I'm leaning into this myself, learning, learning, learning all along the way, I think of Emma and I think of what is the example that I want to set for her. What do I want her to really, truly see as she is growing up? And that is a mama that steps in front of the camera, one that is not afraid to, to do things, one that is willing to be silly, to dance like no one's watching, even if the entire room is watching. Because if it feels good to me, it doesn't matter what others are thinking. I want to teach her to show up with courage, to be okay in the uncomfortable and find her way through all of that. And the only way to truly teach any of these things is to be doing them myself, right? We learn by watching. 
just recently, Dustin started doing like a clicking sound, like when you put the your tongue on the roof of your mouth and you like click like this. And he does it and she watches intently, watches him do it. And she started to do it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like she completely learns by watching us. That one small, tiny little thing. And now she's going around, click, 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 and it's adorable. But it is a huge reminder that she's a little sponge. What she sees us do, she's taking all of that in. And if you think about it in the world, gosh, it's happening all the time, not just with little ones. People are constantly learning from you. The way that you show up, the way that you interact, how you share yourself. People are taking that in. They're feeling your energy. And they are totally, fully in it with you. And that's an important thing to remember. And it goes right back to the way that you are showing up for yourself. Show up with love. Love, love, love. All the love in the world. (laughs) Because, goodness, we all need so much of it. And it's important to give it to ourselves. They always say, right, that you have to be the one to love yourself first before someone is going to love you. And I don't think that couldn't be more true. We absolutely have to. Before I had met Dustin, that was mm, number one on my list. I knew I wanted a partner. I knew I wanted to find someone. But I also knew that I really needed to lean into myself on earth. Who is this girl? Who am I? What do I love? What's not for me? What are my true passions? What are the things that light me up? Because we all absolutely need to know all of these things, right? And it's really important not only to know what you love, but what you don't as well. Because that's where you're not going to compromise, right? When you know that, oh, goodness gracious, no, this is not for me. So important. So, so, so important. And so I want you to know that I am here. I'm traveling this journey with you. I am in your corner. And I got your back. You don't have to do it all by yourself. And I know I talk a lot in the beginning of the podcast about the Soul Circle community. And I want you to know that that space is open to you. And I would love more than anything for you to come by. Because it is a place where you can show up with these struggles. You can say, you know what, today I'm I'm having a hard day. And you're not going to be alone. And that is the biggest thing in life, knowing that you are not alone. Because sometimes it can feel isolating. What we're going through might be hard to share with those closest to us. But sometimes it's easier to tell a stranger right? I mean, why is that? I don't know. Maybe because they don't fully know all the depth of you. And so you can share the pieces that you want to share and they don't have this preconceived notion of who you are. But sometimes that could be the absolute most comforting thing. And what I love about the community space is friendships are happening and people are connecting with one another and we're sharing and learning and growing together. And so I really encourage you to come on by over there. 
to share your heart, to show up, to simply just check it out and see what it is. I love more than anything that it is off social media because oh, I can definitely go down a rabbit hole on there. I can get lost. I can mm, be deep in the comparison game. And that's not good. <laughs> not good for my self-esteem. Not good for how I really, truly want to feel. And so it is in this own little bubble where when you go there, it is only the community and all of the good things that we do there. And it is my heart. It is my soul. It is everything. Because I know what it's like to feel alone, to feel like you don't have your people and you don't know who to turn to. And that's very isolating. But it doesn't have to be that way. Because there is a world of folks out there and you can find the ones that are right for you. And maybe they're in the Soul Circle community. Maybe that is exactly where they're hanging out. And the only way to find them is to come on by and say hello. Another thing that is on my big bucket list for this year, I don't know if it'll happen this year, but I am really trying to figure it out, is to host a retreat do something that brings us together in person because yes having this wonderful community online is amazing but there's nothing more incredible than being together with one another right nothing I love it so so much and I love gathering I love teaching I love providing a space that you can feel comfortable and confident and know that you can show up exactly as you are. And I want to do that online and in person. And so I'm putting it out into the universe. And I firmly believe that we have to say things out loud in order to set them into motion. And so there it is. And I know it's not the first time I said it. And I know it won't be the last. But I'm going to keep putting it out there. And hoping and hoping and hoping. And planning deep inside. Right? And I would love to hear what is it that you're planning? What is it that you're dreaming about, wishing for, wanting, needing, desiring? Come on over to the community space and share. Let's hear it. For me, it is a deeper compassion with myself, giving myself grace, and knowing that even though my body might not look the way I want it to, I have these legs that are carrying me wherever I want to go, putting one foot in front of the other taking me to amazing places, giving me the opportunity to meet with people, to share friendship. My body is strong. It has a heart filled with love. And my eyes get to take it all in. My ears allow the sweet, sweet sound of laughter and music and the sound of the people's voices that I love to enter. It's incredible. And even though my legs might be a little bit larger than they were before, that doesn't matter. It does not matter one single bit. What matters is the connections I'm making, the people I'm sharing my life with, the stories I'm telling, the people I'm listening to. That's what matters. That deep, heartfelt connection that look in the eye that says, I'm here, I'm with you, I understand. That hand-holding, hugs, all of that is what truly, truly matters. And for that, I am grateful 
so, so grateful. And I'm grateful for you for being here. And I want to pull a card. It is something that I have been doing on the podcast this year, and I truly love doing it. It is a ritual that I try to do daily. It used to be in the morning. Now it's when I have the moment. And the intention that I use for these cards is just to ask the cards to tell me something I need to hear, something I might need to tuck into my pocket for the week ahead, something I might have been avoiding (laughs) that definitely needs to be heard. And so I encourage you to open your heart, to be open to whatever message comes up. I am using the Angel Guide Oracle by Kyle Gray. It is a beautiful deck. And there are so many decks out there. And if it is something that you are interested in, I encourage you just to go by what feels right for you. There's no right. There's no wrong. Look at the cards. Hold them. Does it feel like they're beautiful in your hand? Is it something that invokes inspiration in your heart? Take a moment, close your eyes, take a deep breath in, be right here in this moment. Allow the message that is about to come up to be one that you hear, that you're able to listen to and take in. Even if you are meeting it with resistance, allow it to wash over you. Sometimes it can be hard to hear what we really need to hear, right? And so the message for this week is ease and grace. It never, never, never fails to amaze me how these things happen. How I was sharing about showing up with this grace. And here's this card really tapping me on the shoulder and saying, hey, you know, what are you talking about? Really, truly listen to You're not just saying words to say them. This is important. So let's see what the book says. This is a time to learn and adapt. You are being guided to slow down. Take your time. Take in the current moment and allow space for events to occur. You often put too much pressure and expectation on yourself, and this is not required. Also, with constant effort and rush, you'll find yourself becoming overwhelmed and tired. When you are too forceful, you use up too much energy, and that may hinder your progress at this time. If you are in a difficult situation at work or with other people, don't feel you have to prove your skills, talents, or worth. Just step back and breathe. And through grace, you will be seen, understood, and recognized for who you truly are. Oh, this card is hitting me on so many, so many levels. In one way, when it's talking about this constant rush, (laughs) I went to the grocery store this morning with Dustin, and it is something we usually never do together. We have very different styles in the grocery store. For me, it is that rush through, like I know where everything is, I want to get in, get out, that's it. He likes to stroll, look around, take his time, and it, oh, it drives me crazy. It eats away at me because that is not my style. And he even said, gosh, I can't go to the grocery store with you. You give me anxiety. (laughs) And I was like, same here (laughs) with you because you're just going so slow. 
He said, like, why are you rushing? What, what's, what's happening? We have nothing else to do today. Why are you rushing? And I didn't have an answer. I, it's just what I do. <laughs> and what a reminder that you don't have to rush through everything. You can slow down, look around, take your time. Sometimes there is zero reason to be pushing yourself to rush through. Look around. <laughs> and then the last part, when it was talking about uh, being pushed in difficult situations, that most definitely has been happening at work and feeling this need to prove myself, to prove my worth and my value. And what a great reminder that, gosh, you don't have to do that. You can just step back. You can breathe. You can know that by you doing what you do naturally, just simply being you, you know, going about work the way you go about it, that's all that's needed. You don't have to stress. You don't have to really try to prove yourself. The way you're proving yourself is by doing, by being, by showing up. Man, what a great reminder. And the book goes on to say, you are being guided to flow like water. Don't feel the need to rush or force your way ahead. A gentle approach will be more rewarding. Have patience and move with subtlety and grace. Your angel guide is encouraging you to see life as a dance. One step at a time, you will make your way through the incredible journey, learning more and growing along the way. How can you move with more elegance? How can you slow down? How can you bring more grace and poise to your current situation? This is a time to soften, breathe, and move in a way that is steady but flowing. This information may come as a surprise or even a challenge to you. And your angels know it will be beneficial for what is coming your way next. Oh, and just take a moment to take that all in. What way can you move with more elegance? How can you slow down? I think of it like a beautiful choreographed dance where you're gliding through the moves and it feels amazing and wonderful. And you're doing it with grace and ease. There's no reason to rush through it. There's no reason to push your way to the end but rather enjoy this incredible, amazing journey that you're on because you only get one of them. There is no second chance, right? Oh, ease and grace, ease and grace. Tuck that into your pocket this week. And as I enter into a really crazy time at work, I need to remember that for sure. And then towards the end of the week, I'll be headed to the airport and gosh, that is never <laughs> an easy and graceful situation, right? And this will be our first time traveling with Emma. So that will definitely be a reminder to slow down, breathe, move with elegance. Not with this crazy rush that I do in the grocery store. <laughs> There's no need for that. No need for that at all. Oh, I thank you so, so much for being here, for being a part of my world, listening to this podcast. I am grateful, grateful, grateful for you. 
I encourage you to come on over to the Soul Circle community to share your heart with all of us. And again, if there is anyone that you think I should be talking to you, even if it is you, please reach out because I would love to have you or someone you know as a guest on the podcast. And as you flow through this week, do it with ease, with grace, with elegance, and breathe along the way. Sending you so much love. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. But until then, have a wonderful week ahead and we will talk soon.